This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back, everyone. I am your host, Lem Woodson, and we have an exciting episode for you today. This is the second session of Hanch's How-Tos, a.k.a. Hanch's How-Tos 2.0. These episodes are quick nuggets produced by Jeff's Notes with clients, keynotes, coaching and mentoring sessions, and messages from our listeners. So let's get going. But hey, before we jump into the how-tos, are there any trends or specific hot buttons that stand out to you since the last episode of Hanch's How-Tos? There are. There are. And I love these Hanch's How-Tos because, really, it's it's super beneficial to me because as we prepare for these How-Tos, I'm going through my notes, I'm reviewing clients, I'm thinking about how I can you know add value to their pursuits mm-hmm. better. And, and I find myself... As you know, now what I've been doing is, and I would recommend this to anybody, as I'm reviewing clients' notes and my own development, I'm finding myself highlighting things mm. that are of big importance because I know Hanch's How-Tos is right, coming, right. and and I want to make sure I'm pulling out the biggest nuggets. Nice. And I would tell you that, I'm, and this has been a hot button really for the last, I'd call it a month and a half, maybe even two months now, is hiring. Mm. Hiring is a big challenge for folks right now. The market is flooded with talent. Hiring managers are making costly hiring mistakes. Yeah. It's been a hot button for a lot of my clients. I've gotten a few emails on it. And I specifically have been working with a few organizations around hiring sales professionals mm-hmm. is, is is where it seems to be a really big uh, big challenge. Nice, nice. Hey, hey, well, I mean, without going into detail, you mentioned you know the hiring managers have been making some mistakes. What are, the, what are some of the key mistakes you've been seeing? So specifically, well, I guess this is broad, not just with uh, hiring salespeople, but this is big for salespeople too. The The big thing that I'm seeing out there, Lem, is, and it's a mistake that's made regardless of the market conditions, but hiring out of desperation. Mm-hmm. And when we do this, it, it creates pressure. It causes leaders to hire the best of the bunch versus the best candidate. And we have to have a culture of always be recruiting. Mm-hmm. Because when we have a mindset of always being recruiting, it helps minimize that high pressure hire and that hiring out of desperation, especially when you might be getting pressure from the top or mm-hmm. it's a customer-driven uh, need, and then you just hire the best person. Sometimes right, I call right. that the cream of the crap. You're not getting <laughs> the best candidate. You're getting the best of the last five that you hired. Right. And that's a, that can be a big challenge for people. The, the other thing that I see a lot is there's really no hiring process there's no system in place to hiring Mm -hmm. people are asking the wrong questions Mm -hmm. you know the first thing that when i go into a company that is having hiring uh blunders is i ask them what is your process right and and that's where where i really find a root of this it's not consistent it's not repeatable different people are, are interviewing they're asking different questions every time many times we're asking leading questions mm-hmm and in the couple that I've shadowed and observed in some of my clients, you know, I'm hearing things like, uh, are you a hard worker or <laughs> how are your negotiating skills? Oh, they're great. I thought you'd never ask. Uh-huh. Am I a hard worker? Please. You haven't even seen hard work. Right. So what we should be doing is using the star method of questions. Okay. And the star, uh, for those that don't know, and you should Google it, it'll help you become a better interviewer. Star helps you discover the past. Mm-hmm. 
past behaviors are predictor of the future. And uh, it's basically situation or task leading to an action, specific action taken, results or changes caused by the action. Mm -hmm. And basically, if I had to give you the essence of that, what you're asking the person, the candidate is, tell me about a time when. Right. Because now it's specific to them. I've so had some of those. That would be um, what I would say is the, the biggest opportunity out there right now mm -hmm. is uh, people got to sharpen up their hiring processes and getting their hiring processes right. Hiring the wrong people, it can... It can destroy the best cultures. Yeah, I don't care how great your widget is. Uh, your people are your biggest differentiators, this and, is true. and we got to get that right. I like that. I like that. Well, hey, we're going to table this right now because this is a whole nother episode. It, it actually could be. <laughs> it's a whole nother episode. So, listeners, if you would like us actually to produce an episode where Jeff shares his best practices on how to hire top talent, email us. Email us at Jeff Hancher at the Champion Ford Forum. Dot com And, you know, even better, if you have any questions at all for Jeff, send us an audio file and we will air it on this show. We'll air it live and Jeff can respond to it live in the studio. I love that idea. I like it. We, that has never been done. Yes. Who will be the first listener to email us an audio file of your question to be showcased on the Champion Forum podcast? I like good. that. I all like right. it a lot. All right. So... so Okay, so what are some more of your highlights? What are some more of these Hancher's how-tos that you've had from the last few weeks that you feel we can benefit from? So like I said, I wrote down a few, highlighted a few, uh, knowing that 2.0 here was coming. And um, a few of my favorites from the last few weeks that, that I think really can apply to everybody listening is the first one I thought of was never look past a problem. Mm. even if it's uncomfortable. And there was a very, <laughs> very specific situation that made me... I think I had doubled down on the highlighter <laughs> on this one. I had a leader uh, that called me with a dandy. Uh, they had an issue where an employee had some excessive body odor. Not just body odor, excessive Oh, my odor. gosh, right? <laughs> and several employees had made reference to it to this specific leader <laughs> that's that's not fun at all terrible that's right <laughs> and you talk about uncomfortable right so i asked the leader as they're telling me this and i'm doing my best to keep my professional composure i asked the leader how they handled it and and you guessed it they did not handle it they did nothing I don't know how I could have handled it either. Um, that's just a bad situation. You know, I've that is that is one that I've had to address. Uh, other ones that I think about that have become uncomfortable is um, attire. Mm -hmm. You know, I I've had to, especially being a male. There have been some shorter skirts than maybe mm -hmm. was appropriate. Some uh, lower cut shirts that maybe was appropriate. Mm, yeah. You know, some tighter pants that maybe was appropriate. We've all been there. Never fun. Um, and, and this isn't a gender type thing. Anybody can stink. Anybody can wear the wrong clothes. Yeah. But these get into like that social piece and it's like, where's my line? Where's my boundary? Yeah. And and here here's something to stand on with this is just because you don't know what to do does not give you the freedom to do nothing. That's a very good point. You can't have people stinking in, in the in sure. the office. Like, you just can't do that. You cannot. And ignoring it and hoping it goes away is never a good strategy. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you fail to take action on problems in your team, you're sending a message to, that, to your team members that you don't think there's a real problem. That's, yeah, good point. You become Mr. Naive yeah. um, or Mr. I don't care. Yeah. And this could quickly damage your reputation. <laughs> I've been there. So what do we do? What do we do? Because I would love to just let it go away. Yeah. 
yeah. hope somebody else tells them outside of work. But <laughs> so what did you tell them? Yeah, you're like you're like praying this was just a bad day, <laughs> right? Know? Or whatever. And there's no great formula to to this other than you have to be candid mm-hmm. and use some empathy. Right. In these types of situations. Because look, sometimes we didn't raise these people. True. We don't know what they've been taught. Yep. We, we don't know. But here's our goal as a leader, and you'll hear me say it a million times. Our goal is to help people reach their fullest potential. Absolutely. And sometimes that means showing people their blind spots. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't have to get awkward. It doesn't have to be uh, embarrassing. You don't have to have high emotion. You just have to be very matter of fact. Yeah. And I also told them to put themselves in a position to observe mm. what they were hearing. And then address the problem in the moment. Because oh. it's one thing, like, you have, you know, somebody coming to me, like, mm-hmm. like Lem's coming to me and is like, look, Jeff, uh, Nate stinks. Yeah. He stinks, man. <laughs> He's stinking off the joint. <laughs> and, and, then, and then, you know, Bethany comes and tells me that. And somebody else comes and tells me that. Right. I have two options at that point. I can pull in the stinky employee mm-hmm. and say, everybody's telling me that you stink. <laughs> that, that's what I would have done. But I that's mean, not the it right destroys thing. Not the right that thing. person. Destroys they don't even want to come back to work. Don't even so want to. So you want to observe yeah. that for yourself Very good and address it. This avoids the embarrassment of having them knowing that, you know, all their other coworkers had the issue as right. well. Right. But you you have got that is a an issue and there's many like it. Mm-hmm. Don't look past the problems. No matter how awkward they are, yeah. they typically don't go away. And not only do you have the problem of the stink, mm-hmm. no pun intended, right. but you have the problem of, of losing a reputation with the rest of your team. And that would stink, pun intended. <laughs> yes, so, exactly. <laughs> man, exactly. Man. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. What else you got? What else? <laughs> so the other one that I highlighted was embrace your weakness okay. and, and use them to your advantage. I like that. You know, I I really like this mindset. And when we get into this mindset that setbacks are a setup for a comeback, Mm -hmm. man, it it changes the game for people. And I received an inquiry from an owner of a startup. They came out of the gate strong and quickly decided that, you know, we're we're doing good. And I want I want more revenue. I want more sales revenue. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to create wanted to create this uh, sales force, if you will, and begin Mm -hmm. hiring salespeople. Mm -hmm. So there was one big issue that was standing in the way of this entrepreneur, of this owner. And and what was standing in his way was that himself and nobody in the company knew a thing about sales. And there was plenty of technical knowledge, product knowledge, and even great leadership, mm-hmm. quite frankly, at the company. The leadership is phenomenal, but not an ounce of sales acumen. Right. And he called me to ask if I could teach him sales. And immediately I told him, that's the wrong answer. Uh-huh. Like, yes, I'd be happy to teach you sales, but what I've learned has taken me decades to learn. Like, you don't have time for that. Right. You're scaling fast. Your business is scaling. Right. Like, now is not the time for you to be the sales leader. You need a sales manager. Mm-hmm. So it, it looks like I'm going to be helping them identify that person and help with the onboarding of that new leader in their company. Right. And you got to know, an obvious advantage of understanding your leadership weakness is that you can put the right people around you to cover your shortfalls. Right. I think of my own startup journey. 
even in, even in corporate America, I tried to do this, getting the right people mm-hmm. on my team to help with my weaknesses. But in my in my startup journey and starting Jeff Hancher Enterprises, I mean, I was scared to death. I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. Uh, I didn't I didn't even know how to set up email. <laughs> um, I didn't know anything about social media. Mm-hmm. I was never even on social media True. a day. No Facebook. No nothing. I don't know what a hashtag is. Right. I I don't know anything. Copywriting. Uh, creating a website, mm-hmm. uh, video, cutting video, editing video, the podcast that we're on right now, accounting, you name it. I didn't know any of that. I always right. tell people I'm good at like two things. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what I'm not good at and it I could go learn accounting. Mm-hmm. I can go learn that. I know enough to be dangerous, know a little bit about finances. I don't know enough of an accounting to be a CFO. Correct. So what do I do? I subcontract that out to Good Steward Accounting. Mm-hmm. Dave and Alicia Villiotti, they they have helped me immensely. I highly recommend them. Google them. But listen, it would it would have taken me years to do what these folks already knew how to do. Mm-hmm. Instead of avoiding the problems, make sure that you have the right skills to cover the gaps and embrace your weakness. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I've learned that, man, you talk about embracing your weakness. I feel like that's been one of the major things that I personally have learned in 2020. Can't do it all. Don't try to do it all. Get some people that can help you do what you can't do. No doubt. We're a body. That's it. We need the different parts and we need to be able to lean on each other. And it's not so much a weakness as in a derogatory term. That's right. It's just what you're not the best one at doing. That's right. Why not get the best one? Why do it yourself when somebody's way better? That's great. So true. That so is absolutely true. great. Let's keep going. Which, what else you got? So the the other one that I highlighted was really around the subject of adversity. Mm-hmm. And there's so much perspective in adversity. And I think it's so important that as leaders especially that we have to understand that adversity is a constant. Oh yeah. You know, I I'm I know that's a real comforting thought. Like, oh, that's great, Jeff. I'm living a life full of adversity. <laughs> like, I get that. Um, you know, hey, guess what? If you're a boxer, I'm going to tell you what else is going to happen. You're going to get punched in the face. Get punched in the face. Like, that's part of the profession. You're going True. to get punched. Absolutely. It's what you do and and sometimes you're going to bleed. Yeah. Uh, but look, there's something to be said about leadership because it's not all just getting punched in the face, mm-hmm. but it does come with the territory. And I have a client that is is re- literally ready to throw in the towel at times on their dream because of the stress and mm-hmm. the constant challenges that come with you know building a business and leading people. I'm going to tell you something. Leading people is crazy. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Yeah. People uh, come from different walks, different mm-hmm. backgrounds, different philosophies, different ideals. You know, John Maxwell says it best when he says that leadership is uphill. It is. And I know, like, you know, for those people that are always pie in the sky and it's sunny and 80 all the time, oh, you know, that's not going to be my story. If you're in leadership, you're going to face adversity. Yes, you are. It's part of the deal. Mm -hmm. And as a leader, you're going to go through some tough times. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how effective you are, what kind of team you're working with, or or what the conditions are that that you enter into. You're going to face some Mm -hmm. tough days. And since you're the leader, the brunt of the stress is going to fall on you. Yeah. That's what you signed up for. Yep. It's not it's not about you anymore. Mm-hmm. It's about leading people. Correct. And if you let these adversities get to you, it's going to take you over and destroy any chance you had at fixing the environment or fixing whatever the adversity is. Instead, you have to learn to view adversity as an opportunity. I like it. And if there's a new challenge, and there will be, 
consider an opportunity to look at things from a new perspective. Mm-hmm. Look no further than the post-it note. Mm-hmm. The post-it note was created out of a need. Right. It, it was created out of a need for a bookmark. <laughs> right. And right. some crazy smart person at 3M mm-hmm. was messing around with some adhesives, and boom. There you go. The the post-it was born. Yep. And it was just something that they did in their office because it was effective. Mm-hmm. And then somebody got a hold of that thing. We all use them. Yeah, we do. So they saw an opportunity mm-hmm. to, to take a situation of a need and innovate an industry. Correct. If you've made a mistake, consider it an opportunity to improve. Yeah. Uh, patience. In adversity cannot be underestimated in these high-stress situations. Take a breath. Remove yourself from the fire. Process the information. And find perspective in adversity. See the pressure as a privilege. What, what if the adversity that you're facing is the very thing that will create innovation and breakthrough? Right. And oftentimes that is the case. Yep. We're seeing it in... in uh, it, through the pandemic, even all I mean, look at Grubhub, look at mm-hmm. Zoom, look at all of these things. Yeah. Adversity creates opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's always important to remember as well that you get paid in proportion to the problems you solve. Yeah. Everybody wants the big payday. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants that. It's true. But guess what? You better be able to solve the biggest problems to get the biggest pay. Right. That's why neurosurgeons are paid well. This is true. Makes sense? Makes perfect sense. And I, I'm glad you touched on that because I feel like it helps people. Because it's easy for adversity to make a leader feel like, this is my fault. I'm not doing a good job. Here's adversity again. Correct. You know, they want it to just be what they see on the outside. Because a good leader doesn't show what they've been through. Exactly. Or what they're going through. Exactly. So they see these leaders and they're like, man, why doesn't my story, why isn't my life looking like theirs? Well, adversity is a part of their story. It really is. But they just know that this is a privilege, that I'm going to use this adversity yeah, every time. It's an opportunity. It's not the first time, won't be the last time. It's just that's it comes with the territory. You want big title and big pay, solve big problems. That's it. That is it. And they will they will continue to come. So I love that. I love that. So to recap for today, we covered some hiring best practices, which send us the email, you know, look out for that. We're going to do a whole episode on that. Yep. Never look past problems, even the stinky ones. (laughs) Embrace your weaknesses and perspective in adversity. So you got any closing thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, uh, Just a a shout out and another plug to the leadership groups. Uh, They are filling up. I'm Mm -hmm. excited to get those launched. If you're interested in uh, sharpening your leadership acumen, we have two groups, the Executive Mastermind. Mm -hmm. That's a very small group for tenured leaders, tenured entrepreneurs uh, to benchmark best practices. And then we have the Leadership Development Group for those that are aspiring to lead or maybe they missed the leadership playbook and Mm -hmm. they're looking to sharpen their skills with everything from expectations to creating culture uh, and having tough conversations. You can learn more by going to thechampionforum.com forward slash groups, and I hope to see you all in a group soon. Yes, yes, take advantage of those groups. Grow in your leadership acumen. Well, that concludes Hanch's How To's 2.0. So be sure, people, be sure you are following Jeff on Instagram and Facebook at the Champion Forum and on LinkedIn under Jeff Hancher. You'll find daily nuggets of leadership and inspiration. And also don't forget to get the show notes from today's episode and every episode by going to thechampionforum.com forward slash show notes and perhaps the most important announcement of today is you have been set up to be a champion in this life
The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.